Good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, Mikey here with another match preview for Everton versus Tottenham on Sunday. And I'm pleased to say I've got fellow County Road Bobbler Greg Neal here with me. Hi, Greg. How are you, mate? Afternoon. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Good, good. Yeah, nice to have you on, mate. I know you've just finished work, so appreciate the rush and uh, sound for coming on, mate. Um, (laughs) And I know, you know, just to make everyone laugh, this is the second time we've tried this because my (laughs) missus has just phoned me halfway through the bloody last one. So uh, we'll we'll, we'll touch on them. We'll touch on what we spoke about. So Watford, mate, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, so not impressed. Uh, first half was absolutely dire. Probably one of the worst halves of football I've ever witnessed between any two teams. Never mind just Everton. Yeah, um, it was it was it was shocking stuff. It was just you know, but but I was bored to tears watching the game. Um, second half was much better. That said, I don't think we set the world alight. Um, no, I don't think we created that much. We didn't no. play for goal threats as we haven't all season. And I dare say that if Holgate hadn't scored that header, it probably would have finished nil-nil. And yeah. Would have went to penalties. So Came at the right didn't... time, the goal, didn't it, I think? Because we, yeah. we were on top, weren't we? Oh, we, we were on top. I mean, they, I mean, to be fair, they didn't threaten on goal either. But we have no. seen this season, we, we, we have where we have been a goal threat, we've been caught on the counter so many times. And I think that could have easily have happened um, the other night. So... Just happy days, I think that we're in that next round, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we'll take it. I'll take any 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 result of going through. I'm happy with. Um, yeah. If it gets yeah, us absolutely. to that next round, I mean that you've just got to look at the positives from that. But the wider perspective from the performance, um, I, I still think there's cause for concern going forward. It was it was even a, a bit more of a drop off from um, the Brighton game, which. Obviously, I think everyone's spoken about now. We didn't play too bad in that. It wasn't fantastic, but we probably didn't deserve to lose that game. No, we and... didn't. We didn't. But, I mean, those are the fine margins that come with football. You know, our, yeah. our heads went. You know, they, they got that daft penalty. And, uh, you, you know, you could you, you, you just knew what was going to happen. You just knew <laughs> we were going to get... I think I tweeted it just as the penalty. You did, you did mate. Because we were... we yeah. lose this 3-2. Yeah. And, and you know... We did. It's yeah, one of those things that comes with being an Evertonian, doesn't yeah, it? You absolutely. seem to know what's going to happen. So, yeah. anyway, let's swerve this round to the positives. We're in the next round. Um, yeah. So, because we have it all, uh, Witch and Mitch haven't done a podcast this week, uh, I'll touch on the Watford performance. So, started with Moyes Keane wide yeah. on the right and then slung him off at half time and bought Walcott on. I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I think. I think you know how I feel about that. And I think, you know, myself and Witch have had uh, some words between ourselves about that. I think he seems to believe that that's where he was played for Juventus. Obviously, I went through the Juventus lineups and, and, you know, proved that wasn't the case. Yeah. You know, he started up front as a two for Juventus. And when he started up front with another striker, he generally scored. Um, yeah. I think somebody, I saw another stat. I don't know if this is true, but apparently mm. he only played nine minutes on the wing for Juventus last season. And I bet he didn't score in those nine minutes either, did he? Um, so. so why Marco Silva is trying to use him as a winger? And you know, it comes back to the Ronald Koeman days when he was. We had three number tens, and we were trying to play them all across the midfield. You know, yeah. which Marco Silva was just doing exactly the same as Koeman was doing. You know, fitting um, round pegs and square holes. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work if you're going to play him. Play him as a striker. That's yeah, what he's and I bought was... as. You know, I was surprised to see actually Calvert Lewin start ahead of him up front on Tuesday. Yeah, um, 
Um, yeah, I would have gone with him up top because personally, yeah. I would have, I would have, I would have used the chance to to, to go for a two up front. Oh yeah, to yeah. The four four two. You know, we had nothing to lose. We knew Watford were going to play their BC team. Yeah. And you know, we had nothing to lose. We were always going to play a strong team. So why not try something different? Just, ju- just for the fact that it's the cup. You know, if it wasn't working, he could have changed at half time instead. You know, the lad gets hauled off at half time. Not done his confidence any confidence. good. That yeah, yeah, absolutely, even more. And you know, you just think he must be sitting there in that dressing room thinking, "Why have I come here? I've left Juventus, one of the best teams in the world, where I was mm. playing and scoring. I've come to Everton and being lobbed out on the wing, and I can't even get in the team. And now, apparently, due reports have been that he's been sent to train with the under twenty threes. And it's oh, really? I haven't, I haven't seen that, mate. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, I don't, I, again, I don't know how how true it is. But there's a lot of there's a lot of rubbish that goes around, isn't there now? There is, social media. I, I can see that being true. To be honest, I can see that being true. I can probably see it being true because I mean, I think he'd probably been fuming he got hauled off at half time. <laughs> well, he'd probably he be fuming something... that he was playing on the right wing in the first place. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but when we actually went to Man City game and we met him, we met Duncan yeah. Ferguson beforehand, and I said to Duncan, "Why, what, why, why, why was Moise Keane brought on right wing?" And Duncan yeah. said, "I don't know. I've got no idea." Mm. You know, he, he said it himself. You know, he, he, he even he didn't know what Marco's plan was. So um, Keane went off, and then I know you're Walcott's biggest critic, but actually, positively, <clears throat> the second time in three matches, Walcott was fantastic. I thought. Yeah, I mean. Everyone's been saying it since he took that blow to the head off the ball and had to go to hospital <laughs> against Man City. He's been a different player. He's been yeah. the the Walcott that was at Arsenal ten years ago. Yeah, that's it. There, there was still elements of his game that that, that 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 weren't great. You know, I think he's got an inability to to make the pass at the right time. Yeah, I think he, he lacks the vision and, and tends just to run down dark alleys sometimes um, without an idea of what the end product's going to be. But, yeah, you know, I think I say that about Richarlison as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's um, an element in our not just just some of our players in in the whole squad. Um, I know Coleman as well is guilty yeah. of running down blind alleys and having to play the ball backwards. And even Dean has been doing it this year yeah, as well. So yeah. I don't know whether it's the tactics. To be honest, but... the, most of the team haven't. That's why in the final third, you know, we we don't create anything. We get the ball there, and then we lose it. We don't do anything with it. And, yeah, and that, we... that's what's the most worrying thing for me. You know, it's you know not only have we not got a, a, a proper number nine, a proper striker who's going to get you the goals, we've actually got no one who's going to create them either. Yeah, and this is this is actually uh, taking me in nicely to to the next point I wanted to make about Watford, which was Iwobi in the ten. Um, and I personally thought, uh, although if you sort of strike the first half in the record, I think he played quite well again, didn't he? Uh, I, again, you're saying strike the first half from the record because at half time. I left myself thinking, what what have we signed here? I thought, you know, he, I thought he was terrible the first half. Yeah. yeah. Second half, they all come out and they all, they all put a bit of a shift in. But, I mean, there's still question marks over him for me. Um, and, obviously, with Bernard's injury, I don't, I don't think he's going to stay as the number 10. I think Sigurdsson will be back in there at the weekend. So, I don't think we'll be seeing him there. No, and I, I think that's a bit of a shame. I I, I prefer Iwobi in there to Sigurdsson, but Marco Silva seems to like playing Sigurdsson in the 10. I, you can see I, why. He's got his qualities, hasn't he? I, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's a difficult one because, I mean, if you if you take it as a banker that Richarlison's going to start, well, he's probably going to have to start on the left because Bernard's not there. So then you've got who's going to play on the right. It's either Iwobi 
or Walcott. Walcott's probably in a bit better form, I'd say, than Awobi at the minute. So then you've got the Awobi mm. Sigurdsson as the 10 debate. Who's it going to be? I mean, I would probably start Iwobi again, but yeah, I, I, to be honest, I pro- personally, I probably would myself. Based and he's going to go Calvert Lewin up top, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Moise Keane's not going to be starting, is he? So, well, you know, not not if he said he's trading with the other twenty three, mate. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, Toasty's to- yeah. not going to be starting, so you know, it is going to be it is going to be DCL. Um, so, all right. you know, so, you are looking where, you, where where are your goals coming from? Because none none of that is created. Enough of a goal threat for me. It's um, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because there there have been times where we've looked relatively decent going forwards, West Ham, and we seem to drop off slightly. But um, if we move on, I mean, one of the most disappointing things for me on Tuesday was seeing Yerry Mina go off injured because yeah. he was really good before he went off. Yeah, in an otherwise dire first half, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Mina has been a bit of a revelation this season. Yeah. Well, the odd one or two laps. I mean, he's been the better of the two centre halves that have started yeah. regularly. Michael Keane's been poor throughout, um, and he's showing the form that he showed when he first came to the club under Cumin. Yeah, um, we don't want again, went... do we? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, the, there's worries all over the pitch for me. Yeah, I, I can I can see where you're coming from there, mate. And um, without being sort of you know too negative on on Everton because he's I mean we all know how bad it's been this year. <laughs> another another worry for me is is um, Gomez inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, he's like a box of chocolates, isn't he? You never you never know you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know what what's in there? We don't know which which Gomez are we going to get this week. You know. Yeah. You know. Could be your hazelnut swell, could be your Bourneville dark chocolate. You never, you never <laughs> he know was great. He was there. great against West Ham, wasn't he? But at, at Brighton last week, he was poor, and I think yeah. he, he didn't do much on Tuesday um, for me. But um, I mean, like you say, it wasn't the. It, we didn't set the world on fire, but one person for me, the bright shining light of that performance was Mason Holgate. Yeah. Yeah, happy with Holgate. And to be fair, I've always, I've always had his back as a player since. Yeah. He was. He had that good partnership with Ashley Williams for that short space of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, him and Ashley Williams. Although Ashley Williams, obviously, you know, we all know how it ended with him. They, they he was Ashley Williams, wasn't he? <laughs> he was just Ashley Williams, wasn't well, he? In yeah, the end, yeah. But I mean, to, to give credit to them both. You know, we had, we had a good spell when they were both in the side playing alongside yeah. each other. Holgate was the other centre half. And uh, I thought he was really good then. I was disappointed when uh, he, fa- he found himself not being able to break into the team. Uh, my uh, my missus family, they're all West Brom fans. He went on loan to them. He did, yeah. I think that was January for the second half of the season. And they loved him, although he did play right back most weeks there. They, yeah. they loved him. And he's, he's come back in, you know, he's, he's, he's had a bit of luck to get back into the team. But, you know, he's, he's taken it by two hands, I think. Well, he's got a goal and assist, hasn't he, in the last yeah. two games? And he was our man of the match for me on Tuesday. Yeah. So. Well, he was the official man of the match as well. Oh, so. was he the official man of the match yeah. as well? Right. So, I mean, you know, that's that's a positive we, we can take out of that. And the, the second positive, being in the hat for the next round, is... Although I'd like um, Oxford or Colchester, we've got a home tie, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a home tie against Leicester, which is not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. You know, they've been playing an, um, a strong team throughout, and I think they're of the same mindset as ourselves. In that, we, yeah. you know, we want we want some silverware in the cabinet. So, yeah, uh, you know, 
this is going to be our final, really, because if we beat these, you know, if you take it as red, that the other the two Manchester teams are going to win it. And then, you know, Villa, Liverpool, I mean, personally, I favour Villa on that one solely because they're one of the other teams who want to win the cup. I yeah, think Liverpool I... will play another, they'll play the kids again, I think, away at Villa Park, they'll struggle. They got lucky last night again, you know, against a weak Arsenal team, it must be said. <laughs> yeah. I fancy Villa. So if we can, you know, then who have we got in the semi side of Villa? Well, if you get Villa, you fancy us over two legs there. Don't well, to you? be fair, if you, I fancy us against any of the three in the semi final solely yeah. because, you know, I, I think that we're, we're one of the ones who want to win the cup the most. Us yeah. and Villa, I'd say, because Man City, yeah, they've won it a few times in a row, but they do play a weakened team. I know their weakened team is better than our first team most weeks, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Man U as well. They play some of the kids in the cup as well, in the cup as well. So we're over two legs, you know, I'd fancy us to reach a final if we can get past Leicester. But I think Leicester's going to be a bigger test than any potential semi-final for me. I completely agree with you, Matt. And they're um, that mate, and they're flying at the moment, aren't they, Leicester? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. So you know, Leicester are the team to beat. They're the informed team. Um, luckily, the cup. Uh, quarterfinals not until mid-December I think it's the 18th of December yeah it's a long Christmas. time away isn't it so, yeah. so you never know what by then our fortunes may have changed and, uh, as may have theirs but you know that's that's let, a podcast hope, for another day let's hope we're on the up so uh, bringing it round to Tottenham on Sunday this is going to be an interesting game isn't it they've been well, I mean, the last five games, they've lost three, drawn one and won one. They're not in the best form, are they? No, they're not at all. Um, but if you watched them play against the um, Liverpool at the weekend, yeah, then they, they put in a good performance and probably should have won the game. You know, yeah. Sean goes through, he takes it round, Alisson hits the bar. If that yeah. goes in, Liverpool lose that game and Tottenham yeah. You know, the only good thing that we can say is that the way they lost the game and the manner of how they lost it uh, can only work in our favour. Surely, it's you know the confidence in the uh, Tottenham camp isn't high. That said, neither is ours particularly. No. Um, so it is going to be an interesting game. It is. It is going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be an open game. Um, you know, Tottenham have got their defensive frailties. Yeah, you know, we've got our frailties throughout. We tend we tend to do better against teams that come and play football against us as well, don't we? Rather than teams that sit back. You say that, but I think we I think against Tottenham historically we tend to get beat over recent years. They tend to do us every time. Well, they, I mean, I remember you, you, you. I didn't go last year, and you went, didn't you? And you left at half time. Was it four yeah. two? Or yeah, something? I did four one there. Yeah. That was it. Was that last? Was that last season? Or was it? I can't remember. Uh, it was last season. It was, was just it? before yeah. Christmas, and then the year before they beat us three 0 at home. Yeah, was it? It was something daft. It was about four or five one at half time. Something stupid. And yeah, six two. Yeah, one of them. But yeah, exactly. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen again because the problem is when teams are due a win, come to Goodison and it's happy days. <laughs> so. Uh... If you're Marco Silva, then mate, how do you stop that happening? What team do you play? To be honest with you, I, I, I'm probably as much out of ideas as he is. Yeah, we we all know what he's going to do. He's going to play four-two-three-one. It just depends, who, you know, who's going to play in those positions. We discussed earlier. Um, in all honesty, what 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 else can we do? Because we can't change the defensive shape and line up because we haven't got any more centre halves. We've only got the two. 
that'd be Holgate and Keane. Yeah, because Mina's injured now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Don't know, yeah, don't know if he's fit or, or not. I'm not sure. We'll probably find out tomorrow in Marco's press conference. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah, I mean, uh, who know who knows? I, I you know, I I'm think a, you'll, I think you'll, I think he'll play Delph and Gomez in the middle. I think actually he might even start <laughs> Coleman again, right back, which. Which I'd probably be quite disappointed with. I'd be I think very disappointed with. The DB's played well. Starting the other night, I thought Sidibe should have been in to yeah. give him a run and to keep his confidence going because for me he's looked good. Um, but but you know that's you know that's that's obviously Marco's dilemma and you know it, it could end up being um, you know his downfall. His reluctance to, to, to try do something you, new. Do you think like he might be his? Um... He's almost playing it too safe because we gave him three games, didn't we, to save his job? And by all by all means, I think he's probably done that because we've won two and lost one in controversial circumstances. But he feels like a man that's got a shotgun <clears throat> at the back of his head, doesn't he? So he's well, not yeah, going to. I think, I think not... he has, though, and I think he still has because if we don't win again in the league on 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 the weekend, you know, we'll be back in the bottom three. So yeah. he, he should feel like a man with a shotgun at the back of his head. You know, he. We we heard this rumor that you know he's been given three games to save his job. Well, I mean, did he do enough through those games? I, I West Ham probably certainly. not. Well, well, yeah, West Ham with the with exception of West Ham, I'd say probably not. No, no. you know, it's it's as harsh as it was. It's unforgivable to go to Brighton and concede three and lose. I'm sorry, you know, no Everton manager should be going there having that with, with that coming away coming away from Brighton Stadium with that hanging over them. I think for me though, I know um, I know we've all spoken about this and uh, all the bobblers. We've got different opinions. I think because of that absolutely soft penalty, I think we'd have won that game if we hadn't got uh, it hadn't been given against us. And it's just we, one of those yeah, things, isn't it? Would. We probably we probably would have probably, yeah. but you know, I, I think before that we we went two one up and then we were inviting some some pressure on. And you know, yeah. when, we, when we invite the pressure on, we buckle. We can't cope with the pressure. And that and that's been a theme throughout the season. We we buckle under pressure. We it's not it's not just been this season, has it either? It's been yeah it's been a bit of a You're problem right. for a while. Yeah. Um. I know we we always say, don't we? Even when we're two 0 up, we don't feel confident, especially yeah. if they score a get a goal. Oh, yeah, exactly. If they score, you know what's happening. And um, you know, Everton, Everton don't go three one up. Goes two two. That's what happens. Yeah. And and you look you look at you know. We all sort of laugh, don't we, about Liverpool and they do get the rub of the green. But last yeah. night, they came back twice from two goals down. You know, that's their second string team, yeah. isn't it? And I know they have the rub of the green sometimes, but it's it's character, isn't it? And it's built it's, in. Liverpool have a winning mentality and Everton don't have that. We don't, no. have, the, we don't have that mentality. And for me, it, it, it comes from the manager. It, you know, the fans don't help, I agree. You know, when we're at Goodison and things don't go our way, we're, we're the first to get on the players' back. And yeah. It does create a bad atmosphere, but that's a product of what the manager's putting out there on the pitch. It's not just what, Marco Silva that's done that, though, is it? Nah, it's not. It's not. And, you know, for me, we haven't found the right man since since David Moyes. David Moyes, you know, and, and this is not me saying David Moyes should be ever manager now or again. No, I know it's like not, mate. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, David Moyes got us, he got the fans, he got the club. And Jurgen Klopp has that for Liverpool. He's one with the fans, he's one with the club. They love him, he loves them. Everton haven't had that since David Moyes. We haven't had that reciprocation with any of our managers since. You know, 
Mm. Martinez, that you know, it never. It he never got the really club. He got the right. club, though. I think Martinez didn't he? <sighs> yeah, I'd say yes and no. I, I think I think Martinez thought a bit above his station. You know, I think the first thing he said to Bill Kemp right in the press conference that that's always laughed about is, "I'm going to get Everton Champions League football." I mean, he wasn't far that, off. <laughs> to, well, it doesn't matter. He didn't get it. No, you're right. Yeah. You can't come in to your first press conference and, and promise to deliver something like that and then not deliver it. David Moyes come into his first press conference and said, I'm here, I'm at Everton, this is the people's club. And from yeah. that day, we knew he got us. Yeah. He didn't give a shit about Everton. He didn't no, he care. didn't. And nor did Allardyce either, exactly. really. Allardyce was there for one job only. And, you know, we, we hated Allardyce and Allardyce hated us ultimately, you know. And, and, and Silva, you know, pretty much been the same. People, this time last year, Everyone was asking for silver out. You know, yeah, they, he, they he seemed to. We picked up a lot, didn't we, towards the end of the season? And it, we, we did, had a good, we, we had yeah, a good we run of games. Do that. We historically do that when the pressure's off and we've got nothing to play for. We start putting results together, and that's yeah. just not good enough. It's not good enough. And for me, that you know that 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 shotgun at the back of Marco Silva's head that you were talking about earlier, that's always going to remain until the trigger is pulled and he's gone. But. How Nothing's long change. do you think it's going to be before that trigger gets pulled? Now, I don't want to talk about managers getting sacked here. And, and I know we've all got our own frustrations. And I think what you've said speaks volumes for pretty much 85, 90% of the Evertonian population. How long before you pull that trigger if you're uh, Marcel Brands? Well, I, I personally, I think it should have been pulled already. I th- I yeah? Think, I th- yeah, I think... After the, I can't remember who it was that we lost. We've lost that many. I can't remember who it was. Now when we dropped into, was it the um, was it Burnley? Burnley away. That was the one. Yeah, Burnley away after which was the week after Sheffield United at home. Yeah, that he should have been gone there and then. I mean, the only thing I will say is, you know, we 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 have got to worry about who who comes in. That that's the only thing. But on the flip side, I'd say, well, you know, even if we got to, someone on a temporary short term basis. Like we did with Allardyce, you know, somebody in to cover, cover, cover the cracks again. I know, you know you've, I'd rather you've, have that than, than Silver. And you've said a couple of times, haven't you, you think that person could potentially be David Moyes? I, I, I wouldn't be averse to it if, if it was for a short term short term appointment yeah. until the end of the season, akin to the Allardyce appointment. I, w- I would rather have David Moyes as Everton manager right now than Marco Silver. Okay, fair that, enough. That, that's, that's only if you ask me between those two. You know, what, if, so gave me a choice on a plate, Marco Silva or David Moyes to take charge of Everton this weekend. I'd say David Moyes every time. Yeah, you see, I mean, and this is this is why it's great, and this is why I love our group chat and our group of mates because I'm sort of on the other side of that, and I agree with you. Our results haven't been good enough, and I know me and you text during the games, and we're oh, this is shite, isn't it? But. Yeah. I think we've sacked so many managers since we've had Moyes. I don't think that maybe sacking another manager would be the the correct thing to do at the moment. Yeah, but I think I think he was Mashiri's choice, wasn't he? And I think Mashiri um, is reluctant to pull the trigger. Probably, probably, but you know what? What I like to take out of things is you know, oh, we shouldn't sack him. You know, it's. You know, give him time. All this, all this nonsense. Well, how long? How long do you need? Because he's been in. How long now? Oh, yeah, the whole last eighteen week, months had, now, isn't it? He's about much. season and a half. You know, and and there's been grumblings from fans wanting him gone ever since then. 
Some fans never wanted him in the first place. He's, he hasn't consistently shown me anything why he deserves to be Everton manager because he's, we're just a mediocre team. We're, we're, we're bottom half at the minute. You know, last season wasn't much better. We're mediocre. We're nothing better than Burnley. We're nothing better than, you know, the likes of arguably Newcastle, West Ham, Villa. Where are we going to get... Are we, we're never going to attract that manager then, are we? I know a lot of people have been saying we should be going for people like Mourinho and there's well, a lot of other names there. People but... say Mourinho are just deluded because that's never going to happen. Jose Mourinho is never going to come and manage Everton Football Club. What while it's your, in this current state. What would your and thoughts it, be on um, Benitez then? Um? I've always said absolutely not. I've always said absolutely not. But I think I'm that desperate. I'd actually have him. Yeah. I'd actually take him. Because, you know, he's a clever manager. He, he You know, he gets the game. He knows the game. He's clever. And I, and I would... I, I'm at that he's point a winner now. as well, isn't he, Benitez? Yeah, he's a winner. exactly. I'm at that point now where I would actually... I've Rafa Benitez as Everton manager. I, I, I would. I'd rather. I'd rather have him than Marco Silva. And that that it saddens me in a way because of of, of how much success and joy he brought Liverpool. But you know, mate, if he brings success and joy to Everton, that's all forgotten. Though, exactly. Isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, it's great to hear your views on it, Greg. And um, like I said, we've got numerous different lads, and we've all got different opinions. So, for now. Marco Silva's the manager and we've got a big game on Sunday. How do you see it panning out, mate? I don't think we will win. Yeah. I could see it being a draw. Yeah. Most likely, I think we'll get beat. Okay. And then that's that, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the optimist and, you and, are. And, and then everyone will be on Twitter Sunday evening fuming. That, that's that, that's what will happen. Do you, th- do you think sometimes, because our podcast and, and everything we've done, we've done the Moise Keen banner, we've got the knife crime thing coming up. So, you know, we're heavily involved in it. Social media has been a massive part of, of our success today. But do you also think it can change the opinions of other fans? Yeah, I do. I do yeah, I do. I think as we've seen with our Moise Keen banner, there can be a snowball effect on yeah. Twitter. And you see one person say one thing, somebody else agrees with it, and then it's retweeted and liked how many times before you know it. You know, everyone's saying the same thing. And I think that's how a lot of daft, untrue rumours start as well. It's, like it's all these uh, horrific text messages that yeah, are going around I mean, about just yeah, Bramley Moore going up with Swanee and that. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, it's obviously all nonsense. And, you know, yes. It's, it's quite boring. But, you know, that, if that's what they want to get up to with the spare time, that's up to them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do, I do think... Twitter makes makes football a, diff, a more difficult place for managers and players these days. It gives um, us a, it gives us a platform to express our opinion as well. Yeah, it? absolutely. Um, Whereas back in the day, you just have to wait till three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon to show that frustration. Yeah, you, know, you can show it twenty four seven on Twitter. Yeah. So you don't think we'll beat Spurs? You think no. we'll get beat? So what score do you think it's going to be? I'm going to say. Now, don't be too downbeat here, mate. No, You've got to I'm, give us I'm some hope. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to th- think how it might pan out. Um, I'm not sure whether we'll score. I think we'll score. I'm not sure whether we'll score. Solely after watching Watford the other night <clears throat> and how and how difficult it was to break down Watford's BC team, I've just I've just got no no confidence in in, in where goals are going to come from at the minute. So I'll, I'll be I'll be fairly conservative on the other end and say nil two. 
Although club time, although possibly nil three. Right. Okay. We'll go with the first one, mate. Because that's. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a score draw, and I think it'll be one all. Um, that might be me putting my positive hat on, but I don't think Spurs have been particularly fantastic recently. No, so... they haven't. They, they haven't. But that that's what worries me. That's yeah, I, I... The, the due result, and when when you've got the likes of world class players in your team like Harry Kane, Christian Eriksen, that type of player. You know, yeah. you got to cause Everton difficulty. I'm sorry. Regardless, on paper of... they're a better side than us. We can't argue with that. You know, of course they're, they are. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they've had a good result in the Champions League, haven't they? Did they win five nil last week? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, you say it's only against Red Star Belgrade, but but you know that 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 you know that's a reflection of the teams in the Champions League. Of course, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had that good result. As I say, they they, they done well against Liverpool. Probably shouldn't have lost the game in the circumstances they did, and probably should have won it. Um, yeah, for that reason, I can't see them uh, doing any less against us. No, fair play. They've got points to prove as well, Tottenham, haven't yeah. they? So, um, Greg, it's been great having you on, and um, you know we're going to do a lot more of these. And you know, exactly. I, I love, I love hearing your points of view. I think they're fantastic, yeah. and I think um, a lot, a lot of people from from our group of friends and and in uh, on Twitter will agree with what you're saying so um I'd like to put this out now because this is going to go out isn't it Greg on, on yeah. anchor and Twitter and Spotify I want people to comment now on Greg's point of view and I know we've listened to which and Mitch as well um which is uh is is an optimist isn't he with Everton um he always likes to see see yeah. the good side of things and, well, and I'm yeah, quite I mean, neutral, neutral with it five nil win in the week which, you know, it's just, for me, something that I could never, ever comprehend seeing Everton score five in a game. So, I don't know where he plucks these out from, but, you know, fair Well, I think, I think it's fantastic that he does <laughs> and I hope he continues to do it because uh, he's a great lad and he always no, gives yeah, me that little bit of hope, you know. Um, yeah. But, um, Greg, listen, mate, we'll wrap this up now. It's been like half an hour of Mikey and Greg talking about all things Everton. We hope you agree and disagree on what we've said. Greg, Neil, thanks so much, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate, and uh, everyone else, we'll see you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.